The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare this generation? It is like people who sit in the marketplaces and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they said, He is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her works. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, everybody. I'm almost dying. Okay, since you guys are looking very sleepy, you know, if you were kindergartners, I would hear, the Lord be with you and with your spirit, and you guys, the Lord be with you. Okay, so I'm gonna come down and preach to you so you wake up, all right? Um, Have any of you guys experienced something like this? You're in school, and there's a new kid who shows up, and you see this new kid. I know, are you the new kid? You're giving me faces. You see the new kid, and it's like everybody's, well, it's not everybody. You see them, and it's like, I hate them. (laughs) Because either the new kid is, like, super athletic and better at sports than you are, or she's, you've, or at least she either is, or you think she is way prettier than you are, or the new kid shows up and knows all the answers in class, and the teacher calls, and is like, oh, oh, and you're just like, I hate you. And you don't even know they might be a nice person. They might actually be like the coolest person in the classroom, they, whatever, and we just decide, we don't actually want to admit it to ourselves, but because they, we know that they're good at something, or they look good, or they're popular, or they've got more money, or whatever the particular thing is. Like, I, I'm going to admit, when I was growing up, we didn't have a whole lot of money, and my brother was that kid. I don't know why, but kids that had more money than us, which was practically everybody, he was always, like, finding reasons to pull them down. I'm like, dude, why are you just, just relax? <laughs> Go, go accomplish something, do something, and be better than at, at something. But since he wasn't better than, at, better than them at practically anything, uh, because he's a Nielsen and that's what we are, we're just not particularly good at anything. And because these other kids had like better clothes and stuff, he was like always finding reasons to pull them down. There was actually, and, and this can become something tragic, this can be, there was actually a story, I, I'm sorry to give you like mean stories in the morning, this happened 20, 30 years ago, in California, um, there was this one girl, and she was like, you know, perfect 4.0 student, and beautiful blonde, and you know, practically looked like a model. And these other two girls like knifed her in the face. And the, for, and the, you know, obviously they got pulled over by the police and the professors and everything. And they said, what the, what did you do this for? She's too smart and pretty. So. Why am I saying this? Uh, well, first of all, because some of us might, I don't expect any of you to go knife anybody, so don't worry. <laughs> um, but I think, number one, I think we can all have at least a little bit of resentment when we see somebody that either has something we don't have, or we think they have something we don't have, or we get jealous of them because whatever. 
uh, and then we can start like making judgments on that person. And it can get so bad that you can actually do what happened in the gospel. Imagine this. Jesus is preaching to the religious leaders and the people of Israel. So they were like, kind of like us. I mean, they were not Catholic, but they were kind of like, you know, the equivalent of being like a priest or a nun or whatever. They were the scribes and the Pharisees. They were the religious leaders. So up comes, God raises up this prophet named John the Baptist. You've all heard of him, right? John the Baptist was, he was like old school, hardcore. He wore like, you know, a camel skin, which was totally itchy clothing, and he lived in the countryside, like survival food. Have you seen these shows, Survivor, when people go out into the woods and stuff? So John the Baptist was doing that, but he wasn't even in the woods. He was in the desert. So like, you know, eating whatever you can eat out there. It says he ate locusts and wild honey, which sounds to us like, ooh, nasty. Back then, that was basically survival food. If you had nothing else and you were really hard up, you're in the desert, you, can, you know that if you find that, you can at least survive on it. That's what he survived on. And he was doing, he spent his whole life praying and doing penance, so making sacrifices, offering it up to God, and reading the word of God, and then eventually God called him and said, go out and preach to my people and be a prophet to tell them that the Messiah is coming. So here's this super religious figure, and he's totally doing God's will, and he's holier than everybody else, and because of that, the religious leaders hated him. Because secret there, they're like, well, we're supposed to be the religious ones, and here's this guy, and he's better than us, and we hate him. So they said, look, he's got to be possessed by a devil. Nobody acts, nobody normal does those things. Nobody normal goes and lives in the desert and does all this. He's clearly, this did not come from God. He's from the devil. Then, a couple years later, Jesus shows up, and what does he do? He acts normal, relatively. He does happen to perform all kinds of miracles, but he doesn't live in the desert. He doesn't just like totally eat on bugs and wild honey and stuff. He hangs out with people. He eats in their homes. He preaches. And they tell him this guy's a drunkard because he actually drinks wine every once in a while, which was just like if you live in the Mediterranean, that's what they do. Like Italians. From the Italians, by the time they're your age, they have wine in every meal. It's just what they do. They're not getting drunk. It's just kind of, you know. Uh, it's like that. He ate... He lived a normal family environment and preached to people in the cities and lived a relatively normal lifestyle. He did also travel around the country preaching, but he was not wearing camel skin shirts and stuff like that. And they say this guy is a drunkard and a glutton. It means he eats too much because he's hanging out with people and he actually goes to their houses. What is behind all of this? In both cases, they were jealous. In both cases, the religious leaders who are supposed to be the ones that guide the people, they look and they see John the Baptist and they say, no, there's something wrong with him. Then they see Jesus was actually working miracles. He's curing people. He's, you know, multiplying the wine. He's multiplying the bread and the fish. He walks on water. They're saying, only God can do this stuff. There's got to be something wrong with him. There's got to be a reason why we can hate him. And the Truth is, you and I can do the same thing, at least on a little level, on a little scale. In the end of the day, if we don't want something, if we don't want to believe something, then we're not going to believe it. Your mom and dad can tell you, you know, not to do something. If you decide in the end of the day you just don't want to believe them, we'll find a reason not to believe them. And the same is true of religion. 
If the church teaches us this is right, this is wrong, and we decide, you know what, I just don't want to, we'll find a reason not to believe it. And that's precisely what's going on here. But if you and I, on the other hand, if we start by saying, I want to do God's will no matter what, that's like my starting point, do God's will, make God happy. Then we, instead of trying to change God in order to make ourselves happy, we start changing ourselves in order to be like God, in order to do what makes him happy. And that is how you and I can become saints, all right? And everybody here, even though you've got sleepy faces and you don't respond well when I ask you when it's time to respond in the mass, like, the Lord be with you. <laughs> even, the, even you guys who are feeling sleepy can become saints, all right? Anyone here want to be a saint? Raise your hand if you actually want to be a saint. Only your teacher, good. Two people are going to heaven. The rest of you are not. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't want to be a saint, too bad. You're going to have a hard life. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.